0: This is a Blooming Good Time podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to a Blooming Good Time. I'm Riley. And I'm Emma. And I'm Beth. hello everyone
1: I feel feel like we need to make like some sort of line dance to our song
0: I feel like I've been hit by a car (laughs) (laughs) guys I have not like socially or mentally recharged from Emma's birthday (laughs) I am still so exhausted for like in the good way I like enjoy can I just explain something about
2: Riley real quick (laughs) (laughs) she will die to make something perfect and it was perfect and I Like it's too much to even explain. But if you think Pinterest slash Jane Austen and super aesthetically pleasing, (laughs) that's what it was. I
0: have realized like planning this party and like putting it out there that I am the extra friend.
1: You are in our group.
0: I don't know why it never came to me earlier or like (laughs) I didn't realize it until now. Um You're like,
2: I'm gonna make my own butter. Literally,
0: oh guys, I. <laughs> she was like Riley, the homemaker. I yeah. I've been doing a lot of homemaking lately, making jam. I yeah. am.
1: I am so proud of you. Actually,
0: oh. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm always Guys, proud of it's you. First time, no, I'm just the so <laughs> first time I've been proud of you. It's first time my mother's ever ever been proud of me. <laughs> <laughs> it's a joke. Making Beth look bad. And now it was a joke. No. Um, yeah, I had a lot of fun putting it together and designing it. It came out so good. Uh, I needed a whole day and a half <laughs> to do everything. But yes, I made my own butter, um, which was so much fun and so much easier than I thought. And I'm like never going to buy store-bought butter ever again. I think you need to teach me. I feel like it's such a cool thing to have. It, literally what I did... Guys, take notes. <laughs> I'm taking you take notes right now. Unpasteurized whipped cream—you can buy it at the store in like cartons, right? right. Unpasteurized—that's the key. The key, and you just put it. You're supposed to like let it sit at room temperature. That way, it whips faster. Yeah, but I didn't do that. I literally just threw it in because whatever, and it still worked. And you throw it into your like KitchenAid, yeah, with the whisk. Thing. Like, you're gonna make a big batch of whipped cream, and then you slowly turn it up to like whatever higher, like higher and faster, or whatever. And I had to use the like splash guard on it because it, it was <laughs> <getting> everywhere. Crazy. <laughs> but you know, like, when you whip whipped cream and you kind of like almost over whip it to like when it gets a little chunky looking it still tastes good but apparently to make butter you whip past that stage i like was like this is just gonna because i was super confused reading like the directions (laughs) i was like just whip it like what do you mean that's just gonna make whipped cream no you go past the whipped cream stage and you keep going and then it separates into butter and buttermilk eventually and then you take all the butter in there, and you have to, like, wash it. So you have to what? wash the butter and, like, squeeze it all together, right? A bunch of times in ice water, because if you don't get all the buttermilk out, it'll, like, go rancid faster. Oh. So you have to wash all the buttermilk out. You have to keep washing. I washed it, like, six times. Made so much butter. Like, so much set butter. for life. Set for life. We still have it in the fridge. We're still eating it, and it's delicious. But... But so you added things to it, didn't you? Yes. Okay, so I cut it. Like, I did part of it, the smaller part, Um, I made into, like, a fancy butter, which I'll say in a second. And then the bigger part, I just put salt on top. Oh, yeah. And then I wrapped it up, and I used that in all of my cooking, in my ingredients. <laughs> then it makes the you other feel food. so fancy. I literally, I was like, this is has my own butter in it. Like, stop it right <laughs> now. Um, but I made this fancy salted honey lavender butter. It was amazing,
2: guys. It turned... I still have some. <laughs> it turned out so good. Yeah. You just have, like, the best taste in your mouth for a while. It's, like, fresh and
0: lavender It's, like... Yeah, but, like, the taste of lavender is, like, herby. Yeah. You know, like, when you eat it, it doesn't taste perfumey. It's, like, almost... But with the honey. Oh, you guys just have and to try And the salt. It. it was perfect. It was amazing. I was kind of amazed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I was like, wow. And then I woke up the morning of Emma's birthday, bright-eyed, bushy tail, and I was like, you know what I'm going to do today? Make my own tomato sauce. <laughs> I mean, we had enough tomatoes. We had so many tomatoes. So I was like, you know, I'm I got going to use them. You know, I'm not going to do anything out of a can. No. Not today. So I made my own tomato sauce and (laughs) had it stewing on the stove all day. I kept, like, going in and out. I wasn't really supposed to, but it smelled so good. It was delicious.
2: Hmm.
0: And it was really easy. Easier than I thought. And I tried to make my own rolls, which I did, but my – because I got buttermilk, right? And so I was like, I'm going to make buttermilk rolls for her dinner and they failed but it wasn't my fault what what were the rolls that we had and uh, mom made them later but i made rolls like early in the morning and they failed because the thermometer i was using was broken and so it was like telling the temperature wrong so i couldn't tell what temperature the milk because you have to like
2: yeah you don't want it yeah
0: you just want it
1: warm enough where it doesn't kill the yeast and I think she had it too hot I had it way maybe... too
2: hot
0: And it ruined everything Anyway That's fine <laughs> well, It's less the past learned. It's in the past We're learning <laughs> I'm not a baker Yeah No I'm definitely not A baker <laughs> I'm 100% a cooker But pretty much Menu I will read off the menu To you guys So it was so much fun because was good. everything was inspired by, like, Jane Austen and Summer and Emma and, like, everything. I, like, wanted it to be a whole moment. It had layers to it. There was <laughs> courses, you know? So so I really wanted to do a white soup because in the movie from 2005, Pride, Pride and Prejudice, Beg- they eat a white soup And I was like, this has to happen. I need a white soup, but it's summertime and we're not eating soup. So I found a cold soup. So I made, it's called Ajo Blanco. Ajo Blanco. (laughs) (laughs) And it's a Spanish soup, typically eaten in the south of Spain. And it's made out of almonds. It's delicious, and I was so shocked because I'm like, oh, my God, it's (laughs) (laughs) dairy-free. But it's, like, made out of almonds and bread and garlic is the base, pretty much, and that's it. But you put roasted almonds, like, in it and grapes and mint, and I did a little bit of good olive oil in there. It was delicious. It was so good. (laughs) So good. I was shocked because I made a practice run because I was like, this sounds weird. (laughs) I better check. Is this going to be good? And I just tried the like soup by itself and I was like, it's good. I don't know. I'm just going to do it.
2: It'll be fine. And it turned out fantastic. And I think what really made it was that it was like nutty in Mm -hmm. the first place. But like the roasted nuts for the crunch, and then the grapes, which we have from our vineyard that are like amazing, amazing grapes. grapes. So it's like a pop of fresh. And you also have the mint, which is also like just fresh. Yeah. It was good. It was a perfect combination. I Yeah,
0: and I played in it, so, like, when they sat down. Guys, it was just so freaking cute. I'd, I'm so extra. I need to stop. I'm like, I don't know how I'm going to do your next birthday. I don't know how I'm going to do your birthday. How am I going to keep up with you? I think about that I a lot, I have ideas. Actually. I have ideas already. Guys, pray for me so much. <laughs> I uh, know, I was like, maybe I should just do my own birthday.
2: No, no, that makes me sound like a complete delinquent. I have plans, okay? okay I already okay. have a vision. I trust
0: you. <sighs> trust me. <you>. No. <laughs> no faces. No, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. <sighs> no. It'll fine, it'll be good. Where was I? Oh, I plated them so that when they sat down at the table, it they already had like the bowl and it had all the like goodies in the bottom. So I had like the rest of nuts and the mint and the grapes and a little bit of olive oil and pepper on top, all in the bowl. And then I had Sylvia. Sylvia was my little helper. (laughs) My little sister. As soon as she got there, I'm like, "You're helping me make drinks." I like, I've never made cocktails before. I'm like, well, you're going to learn. <laughs> I'm not 21. It's fine. <laughs> he almost is. It's good for her. It's good for her. She did a great job. Yeah, she did. We made cucumber rose collins. They were delicious. Yep. They were nummy. With empress gin, which is my new favorite gin, by the way. It's purple. And that okay, alone that is alone. amazing. And it turns pink when you add lemon juice to it. It's a whole science project in science. the kitchen. I love science. That's cool. Anyway, uh, so we had these little, like, fancy milk. Oh, okay.
2: <laughs> <laughs> we always wait for the moment. <laughs> best best phone, phone always something. makes <laughs> an
0: entrance. <laughs> <laughs> so, Sylvia <laughs> had to help me. We poured the soup in... Like over the grapes and and stuff. It was very fantastic. I gotta say, it was a moment. It was fancy. Yeah, so I made a really good meal. And you made moussaka. I made moussaka, which was a joke. (laughs) (laughs) I loved the potatoes, too. Yes. I made boiled potatoes. Well, I did a a French potato salad, but the joke was you had to have some sort of boiled potato because Pride and Prejudice, if you know, you know.
1: She stuck a little sign with Mr. Collins in it. Oh,
0: my God. The funny thing about the sign was I had it in the window. (laughs) To see if I would notice. Literally all day to see if Emma would see it and she did it. and mom was like, she's gonna see it. I'm like, no she won't. (laughs) She she has no... My oblivious self would never. She's not aware to her surroundings ever. (laughs) (laughs) Someone's
2: like, they were staring at you. I'm like, who? (laughs) What?
1: So What do you mean? So the sign had for all of you that didn't see our story but... It had Mr. Collins with his, you know, furrowed, raised brow looking creepy, disgustingly. Collins, disgustingly. And he says, What excellent
0: boiled potatoes!
1: <laughs> yes. And then on the, I know, and then what else did you have, Riley? So you'd made Musaka because the I Moussaka made Moussaka joke.
0: because Emma and I were joking about um, Hercules the other day. Like how to hunk a musaka? <laughs> we couldn't. Yeah, we couldn't remember what it was from. And then I was like, "Oh my god, it's from Hercules!" And then I was on TikTok, and it just so happened that on my for you page, a guy making moussaka came across, and I was like, "Oh my god, this is what moussaka is!" Because obviously, had no idea. I thought it no. was maybe like a baklava, but it's not a baklava at all. It was, like, so it
2: was so good. It was so delicious.
1: It's like Spanish comfort food, right? No, it's Greek. Greek. Oh, Greek comfort food. The soup. Wait, what the was soup the soup? Spanish. Spanish. Okay, that's where I got it from.
0: The it's like Greek comfort food, and it's like almost like a lasagna without pasta in it, and then it has bechamel on top of it, and it's really good. It's very like had a lot of cinnamon and nutmeg in it, so it was very fallish. It's fall in your mouth. Hmm. Okay. It has like
2: a lasagna, kind of. Yeah, but it's like with eggplant instead of pasta. It was so good.
1: It was so good. The I... tablescape, the moon, the sunset, the weather Everything. was spot on. I mean, it could not have been better.
2: Riley created the perfect atmosphere. The customer service was great. I know. I learned it from my mom. And that's why we want to talk about customer <laughs> service today.
1: What a segue. Because nailed it with Riley's... Right, realize little party ship put on no no because-
2: the last few episodes we've been talking a lot about gardening things and so this time we're like okay what's well, not gardening, but still very um a very big thing in our life especially as like business owners and kind of just knowing what to do and Customer service is a big one, and we are talking about it today just because of a few experiences with other people that we've heard stories of or things that we noticed even this last weekend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, that's where we wanted to start. Um, so what we were kind of talking about is knowing what that means for yourself. Yeah. So kind of like knowing where to draw the line for yourself. Because you always hear that saying that the customers are always right. Is that the saying? I've been yeah. saying it all day. The customer yeah. is always right. The customer yeah. is always right. I second <laughs> guess myself. Um, so the customer is always right. But if you don't draw those lines, um, customers could definitely take a huge advantage of you. And there are people out there that are like that that would take complete advantage of you but before I get into that I kind of wanted to talk about like what is some great experiences that you guys have had with customer service like you just go somewhere and you're like whoa this is amazing and it might not even be cute or anything this might sound dumb but like right off the top of my head (laughs) chick-fil-a Why, (laughs)
0: because that's like a thing. Is like their customer service, and they always have to say, um, "My is it my pleasure?" (laughs) No, (laughs) no, what
2: they have to say? I don't know. I don't ever go there.
0: Like instead of saying like you're welcome or like anything, it's like they have a pleasure. It's my pleasure. I think it's my pleasure. My pleasure. I think it is. Maybe I'm wrong. I gotta (laughs) Google it real fast. Hold on. Yes, I googled it and I was correct. It's My Pleasure. It's their brand catchphrase. Wow. Yeah. So they have to say My Pleasure to everything. (laughs) Which I think is so funny. But like, I don't know. You just get such a good vibe. Like, I feel like they're just really happy. You're happy. They're happy. happy. It's also kind of the same. There is like always that one Dutch Bros, which Dutch Bros, if you guys don't have it, is... A West Coast coffee chain, but it's more of like sugary drink chain. <laughs> yeah, um, but there's always like a party going on at a Dutch Bros. It's
2: very like a lot of high schoolers work there, or yeah. like just out of high school.
0: But they're, like, super talkative and, like, just super, like, want to know what's going on. Like They're your chat, best friend. Instant best We've friend. We've known each
2: other for forever. For forever. And like,
0: girl, what's happened? Oh, my God. Her, all your hair looks so good. Like, literally. Every <laughs> single every single one. I don't know you at all, but we're best friends. <laughs> like, so, I, I think that brings it back to what we're
1: saying, though, is that line of what you really have to think about. How do you want to be perceived to the, the general public as yeah. a business? Like, what... Do you want people to like, oh my gosh, they have great customer service, so I'm going to go there? Yeah. Mm. They might be more expensive, like Roth's grocery store. I worked there for a long time. You know, they used They, they drill are it into you. They do. I had a lot of panic attacks. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I almost got hit by a car.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's why I would have a panic attack uh, over. Anyways, but they're known for customer service. And mm-hmm. so, like, do you want to be that business that can demand the higher price? Yeah. But you offer a service that makes people feel for 10 minutes 20 minutes while they're in your presence this amazing love no i'm kidding (laughs) amazing just amazing experience and i think that's what crowley house has been about for a long time it's just we want to create an experience that people can just step out of the world whatever situation they're in whether it be good or bad or whatever they just need to come and decompress and just take 10 minutes and just be i guess
2: Yeah, so um, we are constantly working with tons of people, constantly getting emails in, and kind of our goal is to connect with, I mean, you're kind of searching out the people that you would connect best with, right? Like, even Dutch Bros, they kind of... They gravitate, like, they bring in
0: a lot of, like, there are a lot of high school, college kids, and a lot of high school, college kids go there.
2: Yeah. So their goal is to bring in a lot of that age group. Probably someone elderly comes up and they're like, what's up, girlfriend? Like, they're not going to feel that same customer service. And Mm. then probably the drinks are, like, sickeningly sweet. And they're like, this isn't my place. Right. I am not, like... No, I'm not feeling connected. <laughs> I'm not
0: attracted. I'm not attracted to, to your business. Your drinks.
2: <laughs> your drinks are
0: ugly. I mean, you could say it like that though. Like you are attracted to certain businesses yeah. and yeah, like, that's true. a certain
2: vibe of a place. And there's places for everyone. Yeah. So I think it's like your business is needed because it's unique and it's going to bring out all these this whole other group that maybe a lot of other businesses don't bring out. So, I actually had this whole conversation.
0: I don't remember. Oh, my hairdresser. Your hairdresser. (laughs) (laughs) Which I felt so bad. I was so freaking tired. I was Uh, like, listen, I can't talk right now.
2: (laughs) Just do my hair.
0: But what little conversation I did have about (laughs) our business, of course, because it's my life. Um, But. She was like, so is there, like, a lot of competition? Is there, like... Sorry, this is me. This is She does not sound like this. <laughs> I was going to say, you sound like a valley talk. <laughs> like, yeah, is there a lot of competition between, like, different, like, florists and, like, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, I don't think we like to look at it as competition. Yeah. And I don't mean that. And it's this- <laughs> we don't have any competition. No, uh, we do. But, like, it's not competition. <laughs> it's, like, everybody... There's somebody for everybody. Yeah. And... There's no competition because there's always enough weddings. There's always enough brides. There's always enough florals to do for every event, right? And there's always a certain designer or some sort of florist out there for a certain person. Hmm. And each one of those will tend to gravitate towards, like, the specific designs, right? Yeah. So there's, like, no real competition. You got to
2: just, like, find your peeps. You do, and I think that's the whole goal in a business. Yeah. Like, you're trying to create, you kind of, though, have to name it. Like, what is my ideal customer? hmm And, of course, you're going to get bad customers. That is the way of life. Like, you will. <laughs> yeah. No matter how long you're in business, I think it will maybe get less and less, and you'll kind of build up this relationship, like, a really good relationship with your group. Mm -hmm. And you find people and you make this beautiful community. Uh, But there is. I worked at this little farm stand, like, right out of high school, I think. But (laughs) so it was like, it was so fun. And I learned so much about customer service. But I kid you not, every single week, there was probably one person coming in and just like yelling at one of the employees. I need to speak to your manager. Literally a Karen. Yeah. About the dumbest things. It's just, it is going to be. And he like was never upset. My manager, my boss, yeah. he like was like, yeah, like he's just used to it at that point. And like, they just won't come back. And good thing because they don't fit. No. Yeah, they do Like don't they fit. can go somewhere else. If it's yeah. not making them happy, they can go somewhere else. And mm. he has, he had tons of customers that came all the time and wanted to support him and did support him.
1: Yeah. And I think, too, it comes to a balance of when you do have a customer that complains. Um, I, I sometimes or I used to do it quite a bit. And now I'm kind of I think you just like him. You just kind of like, Uh, ah, yeah. OK, sorry about that. Yep, yeah, you're right. You know, or whatever. Maybe they're not right. But um, it's it comes to a point where you you take it really hard when you're a new business owner. Mm-hmm. You might even cry. You might even say, I'm not going to do this business ever again. I'm not going to do weddings. I'm not going to do whatever it is. Uh, but, you know, and I've done that. Total, Totally done that. Been there. Um, but it's you also look at it as like, okay, this is a learning experience, and that person was not for my group.
2: Yeah. Um, and that kind of brings us back to the first point that I made. So Beth, can you talk a little bit about creating a line for your business? How far are you going to go? People always say customer is always right until it reaches this line. And you promise promise to go that far up to that line and that's all you promise. And then it's like you can't help them after that.
1: (laughs) Yeah. So, you know, I'm thankful that all of our customers, for the most part, I have maybe in the last 10 years of being in business, had maybe three people that, you know, have had issues or something like that with something Mm. and not even bad ones. Um, I've been really fortunate that way. But what I've kind of come to and learned over the years is to when I first started, I just did everything and anything. And I did a lot to please people like I would go way above and beyond and to the point where I kind of would get upset or not at them I mean, it was my own fault for saying yes and yeah. over promising. So I would over promise and then I would fulfill my promise because I said I would do it. <laughs> but kill yourself. But it killed. Yeah. Process. And that's like, Riley, you learned with him as birthday party, even though I loved it. It was perfect. But you could see where if you were doing that for somebody that you didn't know and you kept doing that over and over and just not. They're like, oh, we're not going to pay you.
0: I'd be very tired. You would <laughs> want to or die or just too. <laughs> you
1: weren't charging enough. Like I've walked away from events and said I didn't charge enough.
2: Yeah. When you're mm-hmm.
1: when you're saying that to yourself, that's when the lines need to be drawn. Um, yeah. You need to re-examine them and say, okay, if I'm going to do this, this needs to be charged this much. And when you're being accurately, um, you know, charging the right amount, then it's much easier to do some of those things that are really hard or. If somebody wants you to cross that line and do something that's way above and beyond what you normally do, really think about it and say, okay, if I'm going to do this, I'm going to have a good attitude about it. I'm going to hire in the amount of people that I need so it's not stressful for everybody. I'm going to talk to my team before I say yes. Those are all things I've learned because when you first start a business, you say yes to anything and everything because you just need a paycheck. You need to feed your family and mm-hmm. you, you need to find your way in the business, Right because there's so many avenues you think, well, maybe I should do that. Mm-hmm. And that maybe that will work for me. But um, that's going to put a paycheck in my, you know, bank yeah, <laughs> for the week or month or whatever it is, if I say yes, but then learning that because I am a creative, where my boundaries are, how to charge correctly, so I don't feel used, and then communicating with the customer exactly what they're going to get or that you understand what their expectations are I think that's when people get into a little bit of trouble yeah at least when I have is when I don't completely understand so now I sound like a complete idiot sometimes when I ask the question that I already know the answer to <laughs> but I ask the dang question to the client yeah so you're envisioning da da, 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 da. so almost like repeating back to them what they said to you to, make sure, that to make sure that this is exactly what I'm understanding you. And there are certain people that you vibe that you have to be more careful with. Yeah. Just go with your gut, like what's inside, I guess. I don't know.
2: Yeah. Did that answer your question, Emma? Yeah, it did. And I think um, you want to make sure that you're on the same page because it's very easy to not be on the same page. I think it's also really important that you're being honest with yourself. Yeah. Yeah. And how much you can do, because it's really easy to say things because you want to make your business seem really good Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and you want to come off as the best version of you. Correct. Like we all want that, especially when it's your business, it's your baby. Yeah. And you're with a client and you start your creative. So you start getting really excited. You're like, oh, my gosh, yes. And like you guys just start getting excited together and building this vision for this wedding and maybe when you're starting to design, you're like, whoa, you kind of know that they have way bigger um, idea Mm -hmm. than you can actually give. Yeah. Which is really scary place to be in because you could get yourself into some trouble. Right. Because you've promised way more than you can give. That's when you get in trouble. And that's when things happen yeah and i think too like
1: knowing when to say um like you know like i have so i have had and i've learned this over time but i have had customers come to me and they're like really demanding and i'm like instead of saying yes i'm gonna do your event or wedding or whatever it is i might say let's just meet and see if we're a good fit Yeah. You know, like Mm -hmm. and I just make them, you know, and I say that to most all of my brides, but a lot of them are repeat families that I've known for a long time that we do weddings for. So I don't I don't run into it as much. But when I was new, I just learned that was my safety, like because I didn't want to be taken advantage of. I wanted to enjoy doing weddings. It's my art form. And I don't want somebody that's just going to nitpick me apart where I'm just going to be on the floor crying just miserable not wanting to do this yeah hating them and i really have it in my heart to bless them and have a really beautiful wedding right yeah but i think people too sometimes nowadays they see everything on pinterest which are these amazing beautiful weddings and then their budget doesn't align with what they want yeah and they have a really hard time with that And so that's, those are all the use of the red flag customers for me. Um, Yeah. I try and be, that's when I have to really use my words carefully and explain exactly what we can do. And then we can say, I think wording is so important. Really have a script down. I think writing some things out that you can use (laughs) can really help. Like, you know, if somebody gets angry at you, what are you going to do? How are you going to react yeah. Like you're setting up at a wedding and the coordinator comes up and just starts barking at you because she just got barked at for something else and she's just taking it out on you or he. Yeah. Them.
2: I think it's just like uh, it's going to happen. Yeah. Any small business owner or big business owner, anything. It happens it's to everybody. It's going to happen at some point. So just kind of being, okay, what would I do if in this situation if it did happen to me I think we have a really good example of kind of drawing a boundary like I just realized today oh we're actually okay at this <laughs> yeah like drawing a boundary because we just had a company reach out to us and they wanted to do a, a photo shoot out at the farm and we're asking for a spring photo shoot and it is August so we were just it's trying September. to remember it's September whoa yes you're right was my birthday I don't know I don't remember <laughs> that <laughs> Um, and a lot of our flowers are like not good anymore. Yeah. They're just fallish. It's just the farm looks very fall. The season is fall. And it was, they wanted a spring outdoor photo shoot. And it's something we have to sit down and be like, we can't necessarily change mother nature. That's a super hard job. Mm -hmm. Like how much are they willing to pay? How much time and effort should we put in? And then how much time do we actually have to do it? And can we do it? Yeah. And of course, like, I think we're always pretty good at like, even if something like seems pretty outlandish, we'll give it a go. Oh, (laughs) yeah. yeah, We're game. Like I I told
1: them that this was a scouting company that called and we've done this before for a couple companies that want to shoot for clothing magazines or clothing online campaigns. And I think it came down to like, OK, I'm going to talk to the girls first before I answer this. That was important. OK, how are we going to answer this as a team? How, are we willing to do this? What are some ideas? And then the, the scouting gal called me and I said, OK, this is this is the deal. This is what Oregon looks like. It's on fire right now.
2: <laughs> it's on fire. It is not spring. <laughs> it is
1: not spring. Um, she showed me their campaign photos and she said, you know, we're open to suggestions now. Because we are designers and we like to come up with creative challenge, yeah. We've done this for magazines um, where we can we can make spring and fall, or you know, and a lot of times you do have to do that. Christmas is easier to do, yeah, than spring and fall. It's
2: usually inside,
1: (laughs) yeah. um, So you know, I've just been thinking about it and thinking, okay, what is manageable for us? We've got a couple events the same, like right after or before they want to come. I know the farm's going to look pretty good then anyways. Is it going to stress me out? Is it going to make me not a good mom? Is it going to make me not a good wife (laughs) or a business owner? Am I going to bark at everybody? Because that's not fun. Mm -hmm. I don't want to be that person. So those are all the things I'm thinking about when I'm answering emails like that or whether or not we can do it. It is hard when they want to pay you really well. (laughs) That's hard. Yeah.
2: yeah. To turn something down because... we just go for it like... I think when everyone is on the same page, like, yeah, this is going to be a lot of hard work. But if we go into it knowing that, like, we've set boundaries, we literally are putting that line down. Yeah. This is what we can offer. This is how far we're going to go. And if they say, good, and it's really clear, they we will not cross that line. We're good to go. Yeah. And being super
1: honest. Don't try and, try and gray the areas because I used to do yeah. that a little bit like, oh, you know, um, not 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 tell the whole truth, I guess. Yeah. Because I knew I could fix things, but then it made it stressful on me to fix all the things that needed to happen. So now it's like, OK, no, I'm not doing that anymore.
2: I think it's <laughs> yeah. just maybe not even being honest with yourself. Too. Exactly. I think so. I think you just have this kind of like, oh, well, I could figure it out. I'll figure out something. You yeah. so, no, we'll no, no, do no, don't just figure something out. Like know your lines. Yeah. yeah. Stay Black within the white. lines. And then we are good at doing plan B's. We are good at that. <laughs> Extremely good. But it's like, let's not just like, oh, sure, we'll just do that. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we so, can't do that. Um, yeah, I think
1: being honest with yourself, finding those lines Telling yourself, like, what am I going to do in this situation? I used to do, I think maybe because I grew up in a big family, when you went to family gatherings, I'd always tell myself the things that there's certain, you know, family members' personalities might bother me when they say something or do something. So as a running joke, I would tell myself exactly what was going to happen every time I went to a family event. You know, like my mom's (laughs) going to say this and my sister's going to do that and my brother's going to do this. And all the things that (laughs) might bother me. Which, I mean, it never ended up like that, but in my head, it helped me uh, just have a better attitude towards it when it did happen because half the time I was laughing because I knew I was right. <laughs> it was going to happen. So like, you know, if you walk into a wedding that you know you're kind of struggling with personality wise or what have you to kind of have on your on hand, how am I going to handle this? How far am I going to take it? Mm-hmm. How can I have a really good attitude and, and bless them? But yet protect myself and my company
2: yes Mm -hmm. it's a it's a hard one it is I think uh, a lot of people learn different things from mistakes yeah so we've definitely had those moments where I want to talk about forgetting an order oh my gosh (laughs) oh yeah (laughs) okay so um we
1: are just being completely honest we are just normal people
2: we wanted to tell you guys an embarrassing story for us. <laughs> we're like, do we tell them? We're like, yeah. I think it's important to say, like, all we all do this. Yeah, like we're. I you're think not every alone. single business
0: does it. Okay, you're hey, make a I have to
2: say that it
1: made me feel better when um, I was listening to Florette a long time ago, Erin, mm-hmm. and she was saying, she goes, I stopped doing weddings because I kept, I couldn't get back to people's emails. And I was the customer service just sucked. And so people, I lost so many weddings because people just, they needed my attention fully. And there's times where I'm like, people want us to book their wedding for next year. And I'm like, you know what? We're in our busy season. In fact, I just had an email come through. Somebody is like, we are not going to need your services because you didn't get back to me. And I'm like, hello. (laughs) Okay. First of all, that's fine. You know, yeah, I I wish fun. them well. And I, I did a very eloquent way of saying, you know, that was my fault. My I apologize. This is our busy season. You just got there's let only it go. one of me. Mm. You just have to let it go and then wish them well. And that's what I did. I'm like, mm-hmm. best of luck. It sounds like you have this amazing design and idea in your head. And it's going to be a beautiful day. So anyways, but I, I think what I could have done better is, you know what? We can't get back to you until September. <laughs> Yeah, you know, or end of September, October, something like that, because we just we can't. We physically cannot. Yeah. Mm. We're so booked, so busy. But if you do forget somebody like my email or an order, we've done that. Emma, you want to explain?
2: <laughs> oh, yeah. We were out cutting blueberry. Very hot day. <laughs> and we're just minding our our own business. And uh, Beth is like, oh, my God, <laughs> guys. She's like, get in the truck run and we're all like what's happening <laughs> we just drop what we're doing we're flying home like <laughs> the gravel is spewing <laughs> and she's like there's a wedding coming to pick up today in like half an hour and we completely forgot like we had done nothing for it It was an
1: elopement so it was like not it was like a huge
2: deal it was like two
1: arrangements yeah. and a
2: bouquet two arrangements and a bouquet We got that.
1: There's three of us. Each one of us takes something. Did we have her bouquet done? But we just didn't have the two arrangements. I think.
2: Oh my goodness, we were sweating.
1: (laughs) No, I think I I did the
0: bouquet when we got back. Me
2: and Riley have (laughs) never made things so fast in our life. (laughs) No.
0: Yeah, we Um,
1: knew
2: we had an hour before they got to the farm, and but they got to the farm and we were not done yet. No. Uh And so, and it's so hot and like, you're not supposed to pick then, but we like, we were throwing things into the cooler. We were adding like water solution to the, like hydrating solution to the water. Everything. We're doing all the things to make it like as amazing as possible. They actually turned out so good for us doing it that way. <laughs> I mean, we're just good at our jobs, I guess. <laughs> I guess so. Who's like, all right, challenge. Here Accepted. we go. Um, And they got here and Beth's like... Let me show you the farm. I want so to take I you the farm. I literally, out. I said
1: Riley and Emma are just finishing up. Um, let She had her kids. They're they're heading to the beach. They're going to do this little elopement. They wanted two arrangements and a bridal bouquet, which we had the bridal bouquet done by the time they got there. Yes. For some reason, I thought I had it done prior and just forgot to do the two arrangements. Um, so, anyways, I am like, let's go look at the animals. Let's take some bread out. And they were, I'm like, are you in a hurry? Just asking, you know, time wise. Oh, no, we have plenty of time. No rush at all. The kids had a ball. We even picked some extra flowers to add to mama's bouquet. We yeah. took them in and we let Riley oh, yeah add We made him. them
2: extra special because she <laughs> she, she did not know.
1: No. So. <laughs> we were just like, we're just running a little late. We were like sweating. And as soon as they left, we all like Collapsed. laid on the <laughs> <blocks>. <laughs> And I mean, it, it was cute because she texts me the next day. Um, because I kind of I kind of beat myself up a little bit, and I think we all did thinking like, we should have done it. better. We should have known. She knew. We, you know, like. We deserve. We failed. We failed. failed. I'm going to get like a nasty note in the mail or something like that. And <laughs> so she sends me this picture like the next morning after her wedding. And it's of her holding her bouquet in the parking lot of the restaurant that they went to for their. Aww. And everyone was like laughing at her because she did not set her bouquet down. Like she took it everywhere the whole weekend. (laughs) so happy. She was so happy with it. And I thought that was just a sheer blessing because I mean, that could have been anybody and we would have have been been. up a creek. (sighs) And I think when you run into a situation like that, you just try and make it the best you can and be honest. Like, you know, I was just honest. I'm like, we're running late. That's what we were. I wasn't saying that we totally forgot because nobody wants to know that, but we're just running (laughs) late and, (laughs) um, you know, you just make it as good as you can for them on the farm or whatever you can and be honest with the situation. Like I totally spaced. I've done that before. There was a designer coming to pick up and I'm like, Oh boy, (laughs) she shows up and I'm like, who's here? What did I forget? It was funny, and we were like pulling stuff from the cooler, let her shop the farm, let her go cut a few things, and it was just exactly what she needed. Mm. Um, I was even like, "Would you like a glass of wine?" <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Here you go. Let's tootle the farm. What do you see that's inspiring to you? Yeah. As the girls shove things in buckets.
2: <laughs> we have faked it till we made it so many times, but I think you have to. Yeah. Like I think you, so. no one's out there. Perfect. You, have you have to the perfect- survive. No, (laughs) it's survival. (laughs) survival.
1: Yeah. And I think every time we've done something like this, like this year, we've done way better than last year. I mean, it's just learning as you go. And then anytime you do make that mistake of forgetting someone or just being human, you just miss something. Yeah, you miss something. And you're just like, okay, how can I how can my systems better themselves so we don't have that mistake again?
2: Because and that was our goal this year. Yeah. We were like, we cannot forget a wedding. We haven't.
1: No, we haven't.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yet. No sh- I'm sorry. We <laughs> only
2: really have a little bit left.
0: It's what's hard is well, the little tiny ones that come in. Is that we thought we had weddings on different weekends. Oh yeah, I've done that. <laughs> yeah. Like this. Because i
1: I've been I've been like trying not to forget a wedding, and then I remember the wedding and it's remembered the wrong date, and then I'm like, oh my gosh. Okay. Um, thankfully, it's not been a big deal. No, but still funny.
2: Yeah, Uh, yeah, I think we definitely have goals of, like, having our own shop someday, maybe, and, like... Being really organized. Being really organized. Yeah. And so customer service definitely plays a huge part. I know I've been thinking about it a lot and stuff, but, um... Guys, what are your goals? And also, I want to ask everyone that's listening, too. Like, if you own a business or if you work somewhere with customer service or just you want to be better with people, like, what are your guys' goals when it comes to customer service or communication or anything like that? Yeah,
0: mine is definitely uh, recently because I used to work. A lot in the customer service field. We still do. But more on I I don't have to talk to people every day. Yeah. Now, it's so awkward to talk to people. (laughs) And I hate it. We've been on the farm too long. Too long. Like, literally. And I hate it, especially on days when, like, I'm, like, turned off. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Like, I don't have any energy. Like, I don't have the energy to even turn on the whole, like, ha, ha, ha. Like, I am fully introverted. You know what I mean? I do not want to look at another person's eyeballs. Like, that, too. I can't look people in the eyes anymore. And right. I don't know what it is, but it's it makes me, like, I feel how awkward I'm being. Like, my body, in my head, I feel it. And, like, in my body, I feel it. And I'm like, I hate it. <laughs> I don't know what it is. But that I need to work on that. Yeah. Yeah. That's my goal. That's your goal. Okay. <laughs> okay. Beth, I what think series? mine
1: is um, just to find more patience and grace, like for myself and mm-hmm. also when I'm working with others. So um, I went through a time where I was just a people pleaser. I just went and did and loved it. And I, I love to serve. And then all of a sudden I overserved and yeah. i overblessed and i felt very used and then i hated people you know what i mean not really you i'm not talking about you guys but i'm just <laughs> saying in general <laughs> like i hated what i did it. yeah he, ex- he, yeah, he yeah hated not hated people i shouldn't say that i just hated that you know and so then i had to find the balance and so now i found the balance but now i need to like i i truly and genuinely like when people come on the farm I did less classes because I wanted to love that experience and love it with them and just find complete joy in it. And And it shows. Like, everybody can sense my personality. If I'm overbooking myself, then I'm going to be out of rest. I'm going to be grumpy. I'm going to be tired. And I don't want to be that way. So that's what I'm working on is just trying to um, just really, what can I do?
2: mm. Oh, yeah. I wrote down stress causes bad customer service. Yeah. So it's like if you're stretching yourself too far, yeah. you can't, you don't have enough to give. No. Where you should be giving.
1: <laughs> yeah. No. So, and and that, no, that's, that's the that's what... thing is like, I want to enjoy what I do. I don't want to be maxed out, saying yes to everything, being used, you know, not used necessarily, but like figure out how many things I'm going to donate to. This is our limit. Being okay with saying no, not taking it hard or feeling bad that you had to say no. This is what my company does. And let's put you on the list for next year. Finding really good word choices to say it. Yeah. (laughs) So you're not offending people.
2: I think that problems start to happen when you go outside of what you're supposed to be doing. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Because you have like certain things that you have peace about doing. Yeah. And then I think because of comparing yourself to others and just seeing how others are doing it. Um, recently, we heard someone talking about this measuring stick that they had Compare, they had this measuring stick in their life okay. of what they thought was what they should be comparing themselves to and right. other people. And they all of a sudden had this epiphany, where did I create this? Yeah. Where is this like level that I'm supposed to be at? Like, how come I have this? Who told me this is where I'm supposed to be at? Right. Mm -hmm. And who told me that they're supposed to be at that, too? Mm -hmm. Like, we make this up. And so it's like, well, if I was super confident in myself and I did only what I had peace to do and did it really well, like I went 100 percent in that little area and it's like, OK, I really like, you know, when you're like called to do something, you are excited about it. It brings you joy, happiness. You like have people on your mind and like in your heart and you're like, that's yeah. what I'm going to do. And then the second people start like you feel this pressure to do be more, yeah. do more. You're not doing just... as much as someone else. Yeah. You're doing too little or they're not doing you start being ugly to other to other people. people's work and they're not doing as much as I'm doing and like I'm good mm. I work a hundred percent of the a time poison yeah mm-hmm. really and it is like we all go in and out of where we're supposed to be yeah we moments. all need those like moments of remembering okay no 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 I'm out of where I'm supposed to be I need to kind of take it back I need to start saying no to this and start saying yes to this it's like constantly kind of moving yeah but I would hope as you get older <laughs> that you become more, you are more um, who you're supposed to be and you figure out exactly what you're supposed to do. And it becomes better and better. Mm. I think if you're like consciously thinking about it all the time
1: and working on it, like yeah, just it's, working on it, like there's times where like I'll come out of, you know, whatever grace or, yeah. um, you know, you get angry about something and then or you're like, comparing yourself with somebody else or saying you don't do something well enough or you put yourself in in the way that it makes a hardship for your family um and then you have to like really say nope I did it wrong like to acknowledge the fact that I did it wrong as a business owner and I put the team and my family in this situation it's only my fault
2: how can we make how can we make it
1: better (laughs) because you can only go up from here like I always have that saying like chin up you know, yeah. Beth, you're just going to just chin up and keep going. Like, yeah, that's in the past. Don't be hard on yourself. We learned something from it.
2: Exactly. Yeah. You learn something from it. I think it can be very overwhelming. Like, oh, there's always so much you could do better. Right. But it's like you only fail when you don't get back up when you give up. So yeah. it's like, keep on going. And then I <laughs> yeah. think,
1: too, is like. You know, even when you are having a day that, like, say a customer calls you and complains because their flowers died, or always examine it and say, okay, how could I have, what did I do that made the flowers die? Did I do anything? Yeah. No, she left them in her car for one hour before she got to, you know, there's all these logistics, right? And then you, you know, you say, okay, how, okay, how can I correct that? Is there anything that I can do? Examine it, piece it apart. Yeah. And then once you've come to the realization of how you could have done it better, then you just move on.
2: You know, you you just
1: tuck it away and move on.
2: I think also when you are where you're supposed to be and um, you're not overtired, you don't feel like you're being overextended and you're able to give really good customer service, it's because you're able to care about other people. You're able to love your customers and love the people that you work with. Like, I don't think you can genuinely love people if you're overstretched. You just don't have the capacity. You're carrying too much. Mm. <laughs> like, yeah. you just are. So I think it becomes really, like, amazing when you can, like, people can't. Like, say you had a little shop. People could come over and you just make them feel super special because you genuinely think they're a awesome person. Yeah, and you like, have that you might not know to, them. yeah. But you just you can actually feel it. It's not fake. It's like I like thank you for coming. Thank you for supporting me. Mm. You are what makes my like business run. And you are taking the time to support me and I re like I wanna reciprocate that feeling of being cared for by caring for you. Like mm. <laughs> Yeah. I think that's what it should be. And I think it also is pretty rare. Yeah. There's only like a few times that I've really felt like someone has shown me like real customer service and really made me feel cared for. Mm. Because I think nowadays um, a lot of people just don't do that anymore. No. Well, there is a lot about it's
1: all about oneself, right? Yeah. I mean, that's how I mean, if you listen to any advertiser, <laughs> you deserve this. You get this. Yeah. You know, but like. You have As a business owner, you kind of have to think opposite. You're the one actually serving them, right? But that's where you have to draw the line of, like, how far do you go with that? What does that mean for you? So, like, I –
0: yeah, go ahead. I think it really makes a difference, too, in the, like, in the thought of have to serve and want to serve. Yes. I think that's really where the difference is. Like, if you want to make it special for someone and you want – to give the best possible service cuz this is your business. Yeah, yeah this is you something, something that you're extremely proud of and you're so excited to share it with others. So you want to give it to them so that they can spread the word and be like, "Hey, they like I had the best experience ever." And then you have like more people and it's like really joyful and really fun opposed to it feeling like a chore. If it feels like a chore and that you have to do something, it's probably time to re- wild wow, bird mm-hmm. reevaluate like What's going on? What am I not enjoying, and why does this feel like a chore rather than something that I love to do
2: and today's culture is like you everyone's doing as much as possible. Mm-hmm. but what if you're not supposed to be doing all that? <laughs> right oh, uh, right. that
1: has been something that I've been really working on. It's yeah. like I don't have to do that. I mean, yes, I have to make money, so that that was <laughs> my my original problem was I would just say yes to everything and then that became a problem, and now right. it's like. Okay, I don't have to work on Sunday. Like this no. last Sunday, I felt a little guilty. I told Jason, I said, I should be working, but I'm going to go wine tasting instead. You shouldn't be
2: working, Ben, no. <laughs> Because it was
1: important for me to go on a date with my husband. And we just, you know, I just said, you know, I just need to get off the farm, even though I just took a, you know, a long vacation for two weeks. But I just needed to go do something with him you know, and make a special date. And we had so much fun. Customer service sucked. But
2: (laughs) that's I got this whole conversation started. I just
1: was like, wow, if you can't be, you know, if you can't share your story with people in an exciting way and want to share
2: it, then there's something wrong. Right? Well, Mm -hmm. and you were saying that the vineyards you went to were, like, very cute. Yeah. And, like, had all the charm. Yeah.
1: Beautiful. But then the people behind the counter, could have cared less about you. Mm. And, and I, I know that, like, right now, I don't know the reasonings behind it, but I know there's a lot of short-staffed people, people grumpy, you know, just a lot going on. I'm not sure why. I don't follow the news or anything like that. But I, you know, I just felt like, hmm, if you put just a little bit of effort and time into this beautiful little place, you know, And of course, it's probably not the owner and,
2: you know, all the things, you know. And it just shows like also you can go to the dumpiest little place. Yeah. But the person makes you feel awesome. and Yeah. They care. You feel they care for you and like they want to take care of you there. Mm. And you you love that place. Doesn't matter what it looks like. And uh, honestly, like
1: farming or flower farming or what we do, homesteading, all that, there is a you you're not necessarily materialistically rich like you know yeah. with money in the bank but spiritually and yeah. emotional like the farm itself gives you so much right yeah it does um so you look at that as is a bounty and then you say what what is it that that is enough for me like am i I'm just going to be this and that's okay like yeah i don't know <laughs> i've just come to that a lot lately i'm like hmm. I don't want to be world famous. I don't want to be (laughs) Instagram famous. I don't want all these things. I just want to be able to have a beautiful business. People can come and feel just a few minutes or a few hours of joy when they come to the farm or if
2: we're blessing them with a wedding. Or if it can inspire them to create that in their own life. Exactly. It's like this makes us so happy. It does. It would be like... You should do it, too. <laughs> yeah, totally. Like if,
1: um, a lot of farmers, new flower farmers will come up to us and like, oh, my gosh, I could never do what you guys do. I'm just starting. I've just, you know, done a do little tiny plot. And, you know, they make all these excuses. And I'm like, no, like what you're doing is bringing joy not only to yourself, but to mm-hmm. your family, to your friends close to you. <laughs> like, yeah, um, just do it. If you have it on your heart to do what we do, do it. There's, there is room for everybody, I think, to do yeah. what we do. There
0: is. There, Yay. Is, room. there is room. I think like that's a good one. Yeah. <laughs>
2: that's
1: a good one. I know. Yeah. I hope we spiritually and mentally and whatever
0: charged you. <laughs>
2: Businessly. <laughs>
0: Businessly. Businessly. Customer servicely. <laughs> I hope it's inspiring, like we always do sometimes.
2: We have, we have our inspiring we, we, moments we,
0: we, we have our moments of wisdom moments of greatness as grandpa would say <laughs> uh anyway well if you enjoyed this and you had any friends who you think would also enjoy listening to three female flower farmers talk what was that <laughs> female three, 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 three female three <laughs> female flower farmers talk about what are we talking about <laughs> riley no talk about having the cozy woesies giving people love and customer service and making them feel loved and cared for and having the best business possible and not it not being a chore because we love to do it then please share it with them and i hope you had a living good time with us line dance i don't even know how to do them I told Jason I need lessons. (laughs) No, you're not allowed to have line dancing lessons.